0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Stellar Cycles Podcast, your hot girl database for all the things we wish we were taught but get to discover now together. Everything pertaining to your femininity, your cycle and wellness, and your walk in life as a woman. I'm your host Alina and today I'm giving you a realistic plan to actualize your 2024 goals. The goal for today's episode is not to overwhelm you with all the changes and resolutions that you need to make in your life, but rather to show you how you can both review this last year while making tweaks and progress during this new year of 2024. So forward motion, it's great and all, but without retrospect we can be a little in the dark about what exactly in our life is worth the time and effort to alter. I hope this episode can help you guys understand that you don't have to fall prey to this idea that just because it's a new year, you must overhaul your entire life right now or you're not productive or valuable. So we're just going to put that idea to the side and we're going to talk about how you can review, track, and make proper changes that are actually lasting and can be well implemented. First let's get into some updates. I did not record over the holidays, did not record around Christmas time or New Year's because I was traveling so I wasn't really giving active updates around that. So I will give you guys a little bit of a look into my holidays. So like I said before in the previous episodes, we chose to do Secret Santa on both sides of the family. So my husband's family, my family back home, which, truth be told, made things super simple and stress-free, just getting one or two presents for just one person, and then, you know, everyone was covered just really took the stress off of me this year. I am the type of person who goes overboard with Christmas presents and just like buys them for everyone I can think of. And a lot of the times that's kind of unnecessary. Even though it's nice, a lot of it is unnecessary. So felt really good to do something different for a change this year. And it made me think about how do I want to do things next year? Which is always good to kind of like look back and look forward at the same time. For me, I got very practical, very neat gifts, so thank you everyone who had me and who gave me these beautiful items, which I'm going to say right now, I did not get a lot for Christmas, but I'm so, so grateful because each of the things that I received, I already use pretty much every day in my life, so turned out pretty good this year. And I think Christmas can be extremely excessive, extremely consumerism driven. And I mean, we all know it, it exists to support capitalism. It's not really to, you know, make sure everyone understands why Jesus came to this world and why he came to save us. A lot of it is like, okay, let's put up the Christmas trees and put up all the decorations right off the bat after halloween in november and like we can all see it and so when you can see it and see through it and are like wow you know like the things that i did get for christmas this year are minimal but i'm very appreciative of them it just really changes your perspective and i think another thing that's really going to change is when i have kids and then you know making christmas a special and magical time for them is just going to be a lot different than what it is now So we spent Christmas Eve and Christmas with Sam's family. Sam's sister and her husband flew in from Michigan and they were here for a bit. We got to spend some time with them. We had amazing homemade tamales for Christmas Eve dinner and, you know, just had a good time with the family. On Christmas night, we flew up to Spokane. This was Nova's first time on an airplane, and luckily it was a non-stop flight from San Diego to Spokane. My brothers came and picked us up at the airport, and she just had such a great time at my parents' house. She hated every single time we had to go outside to potty, because it was cold and she was not comfortable in the tall grass or whatever. So that was a bit of a battle, but she just loved running around in their house, just pretty much unobstructed, running around wherever she wanted, and that was very fun for her. We left her with my parents for a couple of days when we went up to Banff, Canada, and Banff is this beautiful Rocky Mountain town in Canada about an hour and a half outside of Calgary. We got to stay in the Fairmont, which is a castle-like hotel, which was honestly incredible. I've never been any place like that. I would highly recommend if you ever want to go to Canada and go to the Banff, Lake Louise area. I would suggest going during the summertime because you can definitely get a lot more done during the summertime, do the hikes, see a lot more nature, not as miserable with the cold and granted for us, it was not the coldest that it's ever been there, but it was still pretty cold and it was really great to see some friends hang out up there. We were up there just a couple of days and we went right back to Spokane for New Year's with the family and it's really, really tough for me to see everyone that I want to see back home, especially around the holidays and family time but I love you all and miss you all. Hometown lovelies so very much and I just know that within my next upcoming trips back up north I will be able to see my other friends. So that's a little bit of an update on my travels, where I've been, how I spent my holidays. Overall just very grateful. Currently today, I'm on day 23 of my luteal phase, which means I'm probably about a week away from restarting my cycle. So I've been keeping to myself a lot, kind of killing off the items on my to-do list. I notice for sure where I'm a lot more sensitive both emotionally and physically. For example, today I had my microneedling done for my face and a peel and I was so much more reactive and sensitive to it than I am at other times. So I'm going to be adjusting that by scheduling my microneedling for at the beginning of my cycle when my pain tolerance is a little higher. Just knowing that I am in my luteal phase, I know that it's okay to be a little hungrier. I know to look for more protein-dense and nutrient-dense foods that will kind of curb my cravings and keep me fuller and more nourished for a longer period of time. I'm just so grateful to be back home though after all the holiday travels. There's really nothing like being somewhere else for an entire week or more. I'm running around with a renewed spirit, renewed gratitude for where I live and just so grateful to be here in San Diego and I had a bit of a moment where I was kind of pining after and fantasizing about being in a different place maybe and around a different community and different people but I no longer feel that way. I'm no longer looking to be somewhere that I'm not. I'm more so now devoted to rooting down and nurturing my own world here, my community, the family that we're building here. This is a huge thing for my mindset, honestly, because when you don't want to be where your feet are planted, that literally affects your day to day. It affects your motivation, it affects your perception, but when you choose to root down where you are and be like, this is where I am, I'm going to make the best of it, literally the whole entire vibe switches up. So yeah, those are my updates for the time being. I will check back in next week. So let's get into our episode today, which is really all about how can you really take 2024 by the horns and accomplish exactly what you have in mind and how to even figure out what you want to accomplish. So is this going to be just another how to make 2024 your year episode? Maybe, maybe not. I'm just sharing from my perspective some alternative ways of achieving what you want out of your life based on what has worked for me. We're going to talk about why specificity and definition are so key to getting what you want and why reviewing, so like retrospect, looking back, can really help you figure out what you want and give you guideposts for forming your new goals. We're going to learn in this episode how to plan to chip away at your goals accordingly so you can result with a happy, accomplished you at the end of this new year. Starting off with step one, we really want to define the why. Do you really want to make some changes in your life or do you just feel the pressure because resolutions, new year, it's all you've been seeing? So right now, I want you to grab a piece of paper or open up your notes app, just something where you can... Dump your thoughts. We're going to start off with what are your biggest anxieties? This is key. And we love to avoid our anxieties, right? And this helps them grow bigger and bigger and bigger. This is key to write down your biggest anxieties because those anxieties tell you where you're not taking action. Okay, so those will really open up and show you what things are being ignored or neglected in your life. Think of what you most often avoid or procrastinate and jot that down. Those are going to be your anxieties. Beneath that, you're going to write boredom. How do you escape boredom? This is the second part of our why. It's important to identify why also you're not where you want to be, right? So you can kind of feel that, okay, I'm not where I want to be. Why? What's getting in the way of that? What's hindering that? Often, these are also known as time sucks. Ways that we use to rescue ourselves from our own boredom. Allow yourself also to brainstorm the ways your life would be better, happier, you'll have more time or money if you avoided these time sucks. And I know you already know. Let's see, like if I didn't spend four hours of a day on Instagram, I could turn that into four hours of paid time, right? That's just a very easy example. So for the boredom, again, you're going to write down how you tend to escape your boredom. And on the flip side of that, write the things that you would actually have if you didn't gravitate towards those. When you carve out your biggest anxieties and define the ways that you tend to escape them, this really shows you your why, which is also known as what you wish to change about your current life. Super important to define our why. And what you wish to change about your current life is the exact contrast between the person who you currently are and the person that you wish to be. The person that you wish to be is going to be your model for all forthcoming behavior. It's super, super vital to keep that person in mind, right? Who do I want to be? That's going to model all of your decisions, how you'd go about your day, how you talk to and treat other people. Create this model for yourself and act as them. I hope that this has shown you a couple of ways that you can take to help you define your why, right? Because it can be a little hard to just sit down and be like, why do I want what I want, right? But if we can reverse engineer it from the things that we avoid and why do we avoid them, what would we have if we didn't avoid them? That can really help you carve out your why. That's step one. Moving on to step two hindsight is twenty We've all heard that phrase, right? So step two, it's all about review. Retrospect. It's so important because we forget so much, both important and unimportant things about our day-to-day lives. So you can't tweak if you don't know what the problem is or what you're going through or what your patterns are. When there's a passage of time, it gives you a broader perspective. You can, for example, look back on a month and be like, wow, okay, so these were the highlights. These are the lowlights. This is what I did well during the month. This is what sucked. This sort of time and distance away from the events can really help you look at it objectively. And you guys, we have incredible ways of chronicling and storing our information and data, but because we're always feening to see something new, something exciting, we often miss the value of looking back at the things that we've already collected. I'm talking about your camera roll, especially screenshots, your notes, maybe your physical journal entries, screen time data can tell you a lot about yourself and your habits, And also saved info online that we think we're going to use. Like let's say you're going through Instagram or TikTok and you're saving, 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 clogging up your collections with things that who knows, maybe you'll implement that, maybe you don't. In order to successfully plan out your 2024, you're going to use one of the following examples. You can go through your photo library, you can go through your notes, you can go through your journal, and you're going to start to collect some information when you're going through these. When you're going through your photo library, you're going to go through the year 2023. This can also act as a cleanup too. You're going to get rid of duplicates of photos or like maybe an accidental photos or videos for things you're never going to use and you're going to take notes at the same time. Take notes while you're going through your photos of 2023. You're going to put down considerations put down oh like this should be on my mood board or things that you really want to try and do let's say you screenshot a recipe and you just forgot that you had it but you're like wow this looks so good you're gonna actually schedule a time when you're gonna do this recipe and this is gonna come a little later on but you're just gonna basically put into your notes anything that pops into your head as you're thumbing through your pictures next example or option is your notes app. So you're going to go through and you're going to organize your notes. There's going to be things in there that you completely forgot about. Action items that you never got to. So you can go through and organize your notes app and learn a bit about yourself and the things that you want to do or want to stop doing through your notes. My final example is your journal. So you can go through your journal entries. What were the highlights of the year? Jot those down. What were the toughest moments? You got through those. What would you change when you're reading these entries? Is there anything that makes you cringe? Is there anything that makes you glow? Write those things down too. There's so much to be found in our prior journal entries and the things that we write about in the moment when we're feeling. Oh, I guess I had another example. Your saved information, like I said, like the TikTok collections, your Pinterest boards, your saved on your Instagram. So go through these. Why do you save stuff? Are you a post hoarder? (laughs) What do you want to maybe try for yourself? What do you want to look like? How do you want to style your home? So like find ways to actually implement these saved things. Even if it's just something funny, have a humor folder. Find a home for all of these things that you collect. The point here is that all of these, your photo library, your notes, your journal entries, your saved information, all of these data points help point you to what you want, to what your 2024 goals are going to be. And this is also going to help you make the basis of your mood board. The bottom line for step two, which is the review. Reviewing the past year and looking at what you collected will show you what you wish to discard, what continues forward with you, and what you are striving to attain. So whichever method you pick, make sure you document while you're going through these things the changes and the adjustments that you wish to make because these are going to be your goals. You guys, I'm making this so easy for you. Like instead of just sitting there and like brainstorming, okay, what goals do I want to achieve in 2024? I'm literally giving you tips on how you can use the data that you have to create your 2024 goals and mood board. Moving on to step three, which is the fun part. The desiring, the visualizing, the planning, the design, the creation. So hopefully by now you have a list of changes, aka goals. That you know will help you be at that higher self that you want to be at the end of 2024 and throughout 2024 right because it's not a destination it's the progress it's the process so how do you solidify these changes and these goals in your brain well we all know that by repetition, you're going to be thinking of it and chasing it a lot more. So images, you're going to find images that you like or even make them that represent each goal. So you have your list of goals, right? So that's going to be your list of images that now you're searching for. Images may be on Pinterest that you really resonate with that really encapsulate that goal for you. My next point is be as specific as possible possible God loves it when we're specific he loves it when we ask him specifically for what we need for what we want customize this as much as you need to put up actual numbers down to the very decimal if numbers are going to be something that you're manifesting money business numbers deals whatever it is you can even like for example if you want to go to bed at 9: 30 every night literally photoshop a 930 onto an alarm clock next to like a beautiful bed in a lovely setting you know like literally looking at that is going to move you towards that so be very very specific when you do your mood board you have all these pictures arrange them in you know a pretty way that really speaks to you there's just so many ways and so many options that you can do this now you can do a digital mood board so that you can always see it across all your devices i love to do this i'll even just take a screenshot of my pinterest board and that Already just acts as a great screensaver for like my iPad, my iPhone. Another way you can do it is by physical mood board, kind of like scrapbooking vibes. This helps you be crafty and kind of get into it with your hands, which I believe adds to the energy, right? So I was invited by one of my very good friends to her vision board party, so I'm very excited. As soon as I'm done with recording this episode, I'm going to get all my pictures and order the prints so that I have them ready by this weekend. So yeah. And for that extra hit of dopamine, find a way to mark off the accomplishments off of your vision board as you attain them. This can look like cute tacks, stickers, maybe a border or some sort of special editing of the photo if it's a digital mood board. This I think will really reinforce your confidence in your ability and motivate you to complete more as you see yourself checking off one by one those mood board vision board accomplishments. So you're going to have this mood board, this vision board that you can look at hopefully multiple times a day that can really reinforce those images in your mind. And that's just going to be the visual aspect. I promised you guys a game plan to achieve your goals that is really realistic for the year. First, you're going to read the 12-week year with me i found a version online i will see if i can get a pdf out for you guys in the stories hopefully i can link it but it's basically a book that i've been seeing very highly reviewed and i'm very excited to get into it but basically what you're going to do is you're going to take your list of goals you're going to somehow divide or categorize those goals into four parts you're going to work on one part per quarter right four parts each part is going to have a set of goals I believe that four is kind of a magic number. And 2024 is kind of giving 2014 very good vibes, very, very light energy. So if you want to kind of make your goals be a little bit more bite-sized, I would recommend doing this four-part quarterly approach. I think that's what I'm going to do. So hopefully this works for us. My final step, step four is... Make sure to take action, because you'll get further stumbling over a rock in the path than you will drawing or studying the map. I personally have a tendency to get caught up in the studying, the planning, and what happens very very often is I tend to stay there. However, if we take action first and then look for ways to learn, adjust, improve, whatever didn't work, I think we make a better use of our time rather than sitting there and just being overwhelmed by how much there is to learn and being like, oh my god, I can't possibly learn everything about this. Well, that's right, because you learn by doing and you learn by acting. And we can make the vision board and we can stare at it every day, all day long, but unless we are taking actions every single day that align with our desires, that vision board isn't going to make our dreams come true. Finally, I just want to say keep a log of adjustments, whether this is in your notes, whether you keep a physical notepad of this, just figure out a way to document adjustments that you're making. So this has been key for me. It's been key for my mindset. It's been key for me not giving up because guess what? Sometimes you no longer want or need to pursue a goal. And instead of beating yourself up about it, Build accountability with yourself and just keep a record why you changed your mind, what you're doing instead. This helps if you're ever like, oh, why did I stop doing that thing? You can go back and look at these pivot points. So again, keep a log of your adjustments, literally call it log of adjustments and For example, you can be like exercise from five days a week to four days a week. Something as chill as that. You can write down like, okay, I decided to switch this because I just physically am pushing myself too hard. It's not enjoyable. I find that four days a week is much more doable for me. So in that way, you're building that accountability with yourself and you can look back and see like, okay, you know what? When something doesn't work for me, I can pivot and I can find a better way to do it. This also builds confidence in yourself. To wrap up this episode... 2024 can be such a productive and incredible year for you if you just know how to break down your goals into attainable chunks. And you must know the root reason for your changes this year and know it well. It's easy to let all of your data pile up and never look at it, but looking back and reviewing is going to be fundamental to pointing you in the right direction towards your specific goals and desires because we forget a lot and it's really hard to attain goals that we just try to make up on the spot for the sake of like having resolutions, you know? Your personal list of changes is going to be your list of goals and you're going to divide those goals into four and work on one group of goals per season and you're going to celebrate those goals once you attain them and for that mood board, turn those goals into pictures that you can see readily and when they come true, mark them off, celebrate them like I just said. Really can't wait to tap back in with you guys at the end of this brand new year to see how well, if at all, this method worked for you. And I hope this helps. Make sure to follow on Instagram at StellarCyclesPod. You can download our free grocery guide by following the link in the bio. This just gives you ideas of what to eat depending on the phase that you're at in your cycle. It brings me great joy to read reviews or see ratings that you guys leave for this podcast. And it helps the channel grow. So, please spread the good word about Stellar Cycles and let's all elevate our lives and dreams together. Till next time, Stellar Cycles out.